You are listening to the weekly sermon from the Canton United Methodist Church in Canton, South Dakota. We're a church that strives to make disciples of Jesus Christ who make a difference. To learn more, visit us at cantonsdumc.org. And now, here's Pastor Clay. And then from the Gospel of John in chapter 1, verses 1 through 5 and verse 14. Before the world was created, the Word already existed. He was with God, and he was the same as God. From the very beginning, the Word was with God. Through him, God made all things. Not one thing into creation was made without him. The Word was the source of life, and this life was light for all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has never put it out. The Word became human, and full of grace and truth lived among us. We saw his glory the glory which he received as the Father's only Son. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Holy and gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be holy and acceptable to you. For you, O God, are our rock, and you are our Redeemer. And we give you thanks for who you are as we say together, Amen. Every ish week, I take advantage of the opportunity that I have to meet on a Zoom call with other pastors from around the conference. It's called the Weekly Soul Fill-Up. The group started during the pandemic as a way of uh, showing support and giving relief to pastors that were navigating ministry in the pandemic, which, by the way, was not fun by any stretch of the definition. And the cool thing about this group is that we're still going and there is no end in sight. Each week, a spiritual director named Lynn Van Hofwegen, a family doctor named Sean Cooley, and a seminary professor of mine named Dr. Susan Reese uh, spend time with a group of pastors. And not just pastors, there's usually some lay people there, especially Doris Gist, who comes and joins us while Pastor Rod is practicing with the kazooks. If you're a part of the Canton Church, you know Rod and Doris fondly. But each week, our time is designed to be a moment of spiritual connection and reflection. And to be honest with you, this has become a very important group to me through the years. Each week, as the banter dies down of friends just catching up, Lynn Van Wolfhagen gives us the same invitation. She says, if you are in a place where you can, light a candle. Place both feet firmly on the ground and pay attention to your breath. Pay attention to your breath. And then she goes into whatever she's going to have us do during that day. Pay attention to your breath. All throughout the season of Advent, we've been looking at the Incarnation. This idea that out of love for humanity, God took on human flesh and chose to dwell as one of us. The incarnation, the fact that God introduced the Messiah this way as a human baby, word of the Father now in flesh appearing. And what I think is so important to me about the incarnation is that it allows us to know more about God than if God had accomplished God's purposes any other way. 
in God's incarnation, in God taking on human flesh, it invites us to look to our own selves and our own experiences and get just a little glimpse of who God is and what it means for us to live for Jesus. Through the weeks of Advent, we have focused on having a hope that we feel in the very depth of our bodies, of practicing peace in our minds amid chaotic situations, to feel joy from the bottom of our hearts, and to express love, embrace love, being a verb, an action word. But as we continue to look to ourselves and our experiences for a glimpse of God's holy presence, I think that it's time for us to take Lynn Van Hofwagen's invitation. It is time for us to focus on breath. But we're not focusing on our breath. We are focusing on Jesus' breath. That's what tonight's all about, isn't it? Tonight is about celebrating Jesus' breathing. Jesus taking this first breath on earth. And in that first breath, we recognize and even celebrate the fact that God changed everything. God's best plan to save humanity from ourselves, let's just be honest, God's best plan to rescue humanity was set in motion. Centuries of promises made by prophets and priests have come into fulfillment. Nine-ish months of waiting for Mary and Joseph and the entire course of, uh, of, the, of the heaven, of the heavenly angels. It's all over. And a new chapter of God's mighty and saving works has started to unfold. And it all just feels like one gigantic and needed exhale. But let us keep in mind that this is not the first time that divine breath changed the world. This is not the first time, Christmas is not the first time that the divine breath changed everything. In the sacred story of Scripture, we read that everything began and the world was in chaos. And what did God do in order to restore peace in the midst of chaos? Any budding Genesis scholars in the room? What did God do to start life? He breathed. God breathed. God breathed, and everything else started to take its place as a part of the whole. Light and dark. Land and water. Sun and moon. Birds and trees and fruit. And even Adam and Eve. And this idea of breath is so central. The very breath of God covered all of these things. The very breath of God coaxed all of these things into being. And then many, many lifetimes later, that same breath breathed on earth as one of us. In the moments of his birth, Jesus inhaled and exhaled and cried. On that holy night so long ago, Jesus calmed down and slept 
and breathed. God was alive in him and with him and through him. In Jesus, we have found the source of our lives. Because Jesus breathed, we all breathe. Because Jesus is alive, we all live. I mean, Mary and Joseph would have been breathing joy on that first Christmas night. New life, their new son. But they would have been waiting on bated breath throughout the rest of his life to see how his life would unfold. The shepherds likely had their breath taken away. In the very dark of night, the light from heaven shines upon them and scares the daylights out of them. But once they found that breath again, they used it to tell of their experiences. All who interacted with Jesus during his time on earth and everyone who has come to him for salvation since then, we all breathe because he breathed. Some of the people that interacted with Jesus were even dead with the absence of breath. And Jesus gave them breath back. And sometimes that's exactly how it feels when Jesus becomes more and more a part of our own lives. It is, as the Apostle Paul said, in him we live and move and have our being. What I want us to hold on to tonight is that the incarnation of God, the embodiment of the word made flesh of Jesus, is not limited to just this one time in this one place. Incarnation is an ongoing part of the work of God in our own lives. And like Jesus is the picture, Jesus is the pattern, Jesus is even the archetype of what it means to be God in flesh. And we're not going to come close to that. Sorry to burst our bubbles. But every time we look to ourselves and look to one another and look to our world and see God's presence, the word has become flesh and dwelt among us. Every time we know beauty or experience generosity, or extend mercy, or act out of wisdom, or live with hope and feel ourselves reborn by Jesus, the word is becoming flesh once again in your life and in mine. This is the truth we celebrate tonight. This is the truth we celebrate every single year as we celebrate Christmas. We recount the story of Jesus' birth and Jesus' breathing. And then we live in the light of that story as he becomes our way, our truth, and our life. We are the continuation. We are invited into the story. In Jesus was life. And that life was light for all people. And the world, try as it may, has not overcome the light. So friends in Christ, focus on your breath. Feel Jesus with you even now. 
Breathe deeply in the presence of God so that we may proclaim forth God's praises. And let me ask you this, how are you breathing? The holiday season is nuts. And sometimes it feels like we cannot even catch our breath. We live in a world of sickness and disease, of common colds and COPD and COVID and asthma. And it's hard to breathe. Maybe we've come here tonight and we're so excited for all that this holiday has in store for us that it feels like we're holding our breath until church is done so we can go home and open presents. Or maybe tear into the leftovers of a perfectly cooked prime rib. In the midst of all of these things, we look to the breath of Jesus. In him we breathe, and we breathe easy. Friends, in a few moments, I'm going to channel my inner uh, spiritual director and issue a familiar invitation. Light a candle. Light a candle from the Christ candle. Sit with your feet firmly on the floor, knowing that you are on holy ground. And focus on your breath. Let anxiety and worry and fear go for just a moment. Dull your excitement and be fully present here for just a moment. You are alive in Jesus. He is the source of your breath. And with every breath that we have, let us pour forth our praises And let us share the news of the ongoing incarnation of God with those that need to hear it. Because it may just be that God changes the world through a breath. One more time. Would you pray with me? Jesus, our light. Jesus, our life. Jesus, our source. We come to you this evening focused on our breath, thinking of your breath, and looking at all the ways you've given for us to move and live and enjoy in this world. Help us to always focus on our breath, not just tonight, not just this season, but always. And let us recognize you as the source of all things. We breathe because you breathe. And that is good news of great joy. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon from the Canton United Methodist Church. Join us in person or online at 10 o'clock every Sunday morning for worship. And now go in peace and serve the Lord to encourage you after the message to head over to our YouTube channel and click the subscribe button. Over on YouTube, you will find videos of our entire worship service, a video cast of our weekly Cut for Time conversation with Pastor Clay and Eric, songs from our praise band One Way Up, and a bunch of other great things as well. Just search for Canton United Methodist Church. It would mean a lot to have you subscribe.